comforting words of wisdom that might have come from the lyrics of a 60s folk song. What would the guy say if I told him that I'd had proof that people existed in some form after death? He'd probably say, of course. He was a minister, after all. I had proof of life after death, but I couldn't say I believed in heaven or hell. I still didn't know what exactly happened to us after we died, what had happened to my grandmother. When people at the funeral told me that my grandmother had gone to a better place, did I believe them? I believed that part of her lived on, but I couldn't say where she was. Was she here, watching us mourn for her? I resisted an urge to call out to her, just in case. Was the cemetery filled with the shadows of the dead, all of them watching? I'd met beings who claimed to be gods— Were they, or were they just powerful people who had existed for thousands of years, and so built up a tangle of stories around them, and in those stories they became gods? When the minister called on his own god, did he really know who he was praying to? In matters of faith, I couldn't believe in much of anything anymore. I had a family who loved me, my friends I could count on, and that was about it. Everything else. I saw the signs, but I didn't know what they meant. All I could do was focus on the road in front of me. The chaplain said his amens. The rest of us echoed him. He closed his book, and that was that. I decided Grandma would have been disappointed with the whole thing. She'd have wanted something big and grand in a cathedral, with organ music. But this wasn't for her. It was for the rest of us. Funny how we all seemed so anxious. I wasn't sure having a chance to say goodbye at a funeral was any better than not having a chance to say goodbye when the people you loved were snatched away in front of you without ceremony. We filed back to the cars parked along the curb, leaving the flowers and casket behind. The earth that would fill in the grave had been discreetly hidden away during the ceremony and would be brought back after we'd all left. I spotted the cemetery employees who would do the deed lurking behind a well-groomed hedge, waiting. I squeezed Ben's hand before letting go and trotted forward to catch up to my dad. Dad, you okay? He smiled a sad smile, putting his arm around my shoulders and pulling me close to give me a kiss on the top of my head. Without a word, he let me go and kept walking on with my mother. So what did that mean? My aunt, Dad's younger sister, was hosting a lunch, catered, I found out after discreetly poking among my cousins, which was a relief. Friends had been bringing over mountains of food as well. I didn't want to find out anyone had been cooking for everybody, but no one had. A little less guilt there. I slipped my cousins some money to help with the cost. Wasn't much else I could do. Ben got directions to their house. I'd never been there. I was close to my immediate family, but I didn't see the extended family that often. Weddings and funerals, and that was it. Another cliché in a day filled with them. Before we reached the car, I took a last look over the cemetery's green slope, toward the row of folding chairs and the mountain of flowers that marked Grandma's grave. Said a farewell, just in case she was hanging around and just in case she could hear. 
Ben had stopped a few yards away from me and gazed off to a stand of bordering trees. Two figures, a man and a woman, were standing there. You see that? he said, nodding toward them. Yeah, they just keeping an eye on us, or do they want to make trouble? You want to find out? I kind of do, I said, and we started toward them. They'd put themselves upwind so we'd be sure to catch their scents. Musky, odd. Werewolves and foreign, not part of our pack. He was a big, burly Latino. She was young and motherly, her dark hair in a ponytail, a gray cardigan over her jeans and blouse. When we approached within speaking distance, they lowered their gazes. She started fidgeting, shuffling her feet, pacing almost. You must be Andy and Michelle, I said. She blushed and smiled. He nodded, only raising his gaze to us for brief moments.